0: Hi, I'm Mike, and I'm Elise, host of Crackin' Win Open with Mike and Elise, a podcast about brews, news, and pop culture reviews. Every Friday, we choose a new craft beer from a different brewery and talk about the history of the beer, what's in it, how it was made, the history of the brewery, along with tasting notes and more fun facts. After that, come chill with us as we bring you the latest in pop culture news and reviews. So check out Crackin' Win Open, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family.
1: Hey, I'm Shamar. And I'm Andrew. We're going to be doing a deep dive on all the connected DC animated movies in their cinematic universe. Yes, I'm here to discuss the interconnected storylines and point out how jacked everybody is. And I'm here to share a deep comic book knowledge like Batman having his own sneaker line. So check out yet another DC animated podcast. Part of the Forgotten Entertainment family and coming soon wherever you listen to your podcast. Hello,
0: and welcome to 2Player Bros. I'm Mike, with me as always is Dave. How you doing, Dave?
1: Good, good. Just, you know, uh, here to talk about some video games. That's cool. You been playing some video games lately? No. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Nah, I got I got a couple in me.
0: A couple of video games in you? Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess let's talk about the game, I guess, both of us have been playing lately, which is Death's Door. Uh, it just came out for... I believe Xbox and PC. I don't know if it came out for
1: PlayStation. No, nah,
0: I, I thought it was Xbox only. I didn't realize it was on PC. So this game is like a top-down Zelda, like a Dark Souls kind of game, like a Zelda meets Dark Souls. Why Dark Souls? Because a lot of the game, at least I find, is just, you know, dying, coming back, and getting better. I guess. It's I, definitely I, not as punishing as Dark Souls, that's for sure. Yeah,
1: like it definitely doesn't, to me, it doesn't really fit that, like, soul genre. I mean, I guess it has like the progress further, unlock shortcuts kind of deal, but it's not like you know you have to get back to your body or or anything like that. It's it's very much you know a link to the past, but with like very refined modern combat, at least as far as you know top-down games go. Right. Uh. Yeah. It's a good time.
0: No, I really like it. I think it's a really fantastic game. Uh, I love the art style i love the music i love like this game is a really
1: really solid game Um, yeah absolutely um i've only played for a couple hours so i'm not super deep in but the you know i'm a boss a boss deep (laughs) um it's fun It, it, it doesn't have i don't think it does zelda as good as zelda um as far as like dungeon design and everything okay but uh the characters are fun. Like everything's very unique. I like the, the crow character that you play as and uh, just the dialogue you have with the random people around the world is kind of like that weird, like snarky grim kind of, it's just strange. It's it, definitely
0: got a dark sense of humor that I like, um, but you're right. The dungeons are kind of simple. It's basically, you know, I've done, I've completed two full dungeons already and they are basically just, you go in, you know, there's a couple of rooms, and you go and you solve those rooms, unlock the souls of different ravens or crows, and then... Are, are you, you even really the
1: solving the rooms, though? <clears throat> like, there's no real, like...
0: You really aren't. I mean, there's element. not a lot of puzzles. There's a couple of puzzles that are more for unlockables, but even those are fairly simple. But yeah, for completing the dungeons, there really aren't any. I mean, there's definitely no water temple for Ocarina of Time, for sure.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just a lot of, you know... The dungeons are more like there are a certain, at least from what I've seen, is a certain aesthetic that's a little different from the overworld. The, maybe the monsters are a little bit different there, but it's pretty much just like, you know, walk into an area, defeat the enemies. And. Progress. Progress. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know the next word to use. Right.
0: I mean, I think that's why it kind of reminds me of more like a Dark Souls kind of thing because of that. It's more about defeating the enemies and moving on than it is about actually solving any issues or solving any puzzles or something like that, mm-hmm. um, but like like yes, you said, true. it is pretty simple and stuff like that uh, but I think the story not not so much the story, but the humor that's in it, the darkness that's in it really helps carry everything forward. The raven that you plays it's fun to play as a crow who has a sword in his back. It's kind of silly. the pot guy is nice, the soup guy
1: pothead yeah,
0: pothead with the uh the witch is interesting, I like her character um <clears throat> the one thing I will say about the game is. I don't know if maybe you get the same feeling. It feels like it should be released in the fall. Like it doesn't feel yeah. like a summer release game. But it gives me real big fall Halloween type vibes. And I don't know if that's just because of the setting or or just yeah, the music. I mean, Everything's it's,
1: very it's a spooky kind of. It's a darkish game, but I, I've never been someone who thinks that like games mm-hmm. need to release in certain seasons. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get it more with movies, but with me, it's never that's never been how I feel about. Video like games. video games. I've gotcha. never been like, why did this game come out in March? I mean, a few weeks after it comes out, I forget when it came out. You know, <laughs> it's it's really not something that I consider. But I, I get that it has like that, you know, that Halloween-y, you know, vibe. But right. but yeah, sure, I guess. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just get a big Halloween vibe, which is it's fine. I mean, I like Halloween, it's just I mean, a little bit you, later I think maybe would be
1: a better marketing ju- time for
0: it but you can just not play
1: it. No, I want to play it. I <laughs> like it a lot. Yeah, though so, yeah, that's never been a thing for me I'm, I never want to play games that have snow in the winter or where whatever it is you <laughs> you're
0: referring. I just think in terms of like marketing it's it's easier to market a game like this would be like more like a Halloween kind of thing.
1: Honestly, you're blowing my mind cuz it's really never been anything I've considered Gotcha. And- to me, like if it's a fall game that's supposed to be like, this is a triple A game, like new game. a game like this would get absolutely buried, you know, in October, November, really, because it's it's I don't even know if it has a physical release. Like it's nobody's going to be like, oh, should I get, you know, the new Assassin's Creed or the new Star Wars game or the new Call of Duty right? or Death's Door? <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong. It's a great time, but I, I feel like, you know. It would get destroyed. I feel like for what the game is, (laughs) like the summer is the perfect time for a game like this. Sure. Okay. Especially as you know, the spring has kind of become more and more popular with larger games. Like, you know, at least, you know, that like January through March uh, window, you know, in the past few years, that's kind of become like a major launch window for games as well. Right. Right. So the games that were like afraid they were going to get buried during the holiday, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) We're Uh, AAA, but. Not triple A enough. So yeah, summer. Uh, seems like summer of arcade game, Mike.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of seem like a summer of arcade game in that it's like a heightened indie game. Like there's a lot of polish to it. There's a lot of style to it. The music is absolutely fantastic. I love the music in this game. It really does set the mood and the style really, really well.
1: Yeah, it's crazy to think that a, ga- a team of like what two three people worked on this game? Yeah, very few people. Um I'm sure they outsourced some work and whatnot, but like yeah, it's it's very impressive. Uh and it it feels like a a super polished game. It's exact it is definitely like the top of the genre when it comes to games like this. It's it's right there at the top, you know, as far as, you know, execution goes. Right. World design is also really incredible. Ooh. <clears throat> you don't like the world design? Ooh, I mean the world design, like the character of the world is great, like absolutely. like the level design, like the layout of everything, I'm constantly lost. I never know where I am. even in even in the dungeons, like, you know, you die I die, and then I'm just trying to find my way back to wherever I was. And like, maybe it's just me not paying enough attention as I'm going, or maybe it's because I'm like, you know just doing a big circle over and over again. Mm-hmm. i I've regularly found myself dying and then just like, at a complete loss of where I'm supposed to go or where uh where I should be. There's no map. At least I don't have a map. Do you have a map? No. That's <laughs> that's fucking weird.
0: <laughs> uh, I I don't really get lost. I mean the cemetery all kind of all points lead kind of back to the same place. Um uh, I mean, I mean that's the most expansive. I guess the the witch's maze is kind of a little bit confusing. See, is the witch's maze supposed to be a maze? not really it's just a it is like <laughs> a i felt things. very lost which is manner is definitely not a maze that's I, very simplistic
1: in, in the vault underneath the in the at towards the end of the first dungeon right you go into the underground with like all the her lab and factory her, and the the lab, stuff yeah. yeah and like i'm riding these platforms across the world and no idea where i'm going i'm just hoping <laughs> to run into something that i haven't ran into before right and you know i eventually got out of there but i I probably spent two hours doing just the the witch's area there i don't know if i should have or not i don't know if that's how long it's supposed to take but
0: <laughs> that took a little while it's definitely a bigger area than i thought it would be once you finish the manor you think oh i'm done and then you know that whole factory floor is probably just as long if not longer hmm. <clears throat> definitely more difficult which is something i that's one thing about the game is i found the last part of the witch's level far more difficult than any of the next boss's level uh, that you face?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm not With sure you, you haven't gotten there, yeah. There.
0: But I, I found most of his stuff to be super, super easy. Really cool, really well designed, but just very, very simple. Well, it could just be because I got better at the game. I also did upgrade my guy full, um, which I should say, like, you can upgrade your guy as you go. I got full uh damage on the weapons.
1: So maybe that's why it just seemed a lot easier. Probably. I mean, I'm... I was kind of going balanced. I think I've got, like, Two strength, two speed, and one uh, dexterity or something. No, none of the ranged right now. So I'm maybe I should have, you know, maybe I should be really focusing on just strength or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I wanted to balance. My car- your character feels very slow at first, so I wanted to get some speed. Yeah, under his belt. I wanted to kill the Stonehenge guy. You meet a
0: guy, uh, the guy with the gravestone on his head, because he talks about how you're too weak to kill him yet. So I was like, yeah. well, that's my mission then. Get big and then kill them. Oh, that is just as simple as getting strong. No, it's not. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, it's, I didn't think so. I was hoping it would be, but yeah, yeah so, like
1: sadly, you're spoiling. I'm sorry. Spoiling what that is, but you stay balanced. You can stay balanced if you want. Yeah, no, I I didn't think it was a matter of just increasing my strength. It seems like I have to like learn a new attack or something. Yeah. To do it, but. Although you know, I don't. I'm not disappointed
0: in getting the strength. I'm a little slow, but I'm strong. <laughs>
1: But you're slow. I am running running around with my dual blade daggers, just chopping away. The dual blade daggers
0: are really cool. Um, I've also got a couple other weapons as well, including... Did you find the umbrella yet?
1: I did, yeah. I've got a sword, an umbrella, and then the daggers right now.
0: I got one more weapon than you,
1: which you'll find soon enough. Um,
0: But no, I, I think the game is really, really incredible. I have a lot of fun playing it. I like that simplistic style to it. I like the simple... The fact that the dungeons aren't too complicated. I like that I can get home from work still, you know, I'm not going to sleep anytime soon when I get home from work. I'm usually still pretty wired for a couple hours, but I don't want to like overly think anything, you know, and this game is a nice, easy, simple game to understand and play while still kind of dripping with style and fun and all that. So I, I really like this game. I was expecting to like it, but I think I like it a lot more than I was expecting to.
1: Yeah, obviously I, I, was excited for it you know i i saw one trailer for it on the store and i was like oh i'd have i'd have to play this <laughs> and then like as i learned more about it i was more and more impressed as i went as you know went along mm-hmm. um yeah I'm, I'm excited i'm gonna try to keep playing it you know ascent comes out tomorrow yeah um, that looks
0: really good too yeah
1: and i don't have like the most time in the world to play games recently so like i'm probably gonna jump over to a, the ascent um I might be able to find a little bit of time this weekend. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try to play more Death Store. I don't know, but uh don't let this, you know, dissuade <laughs> you from finishing because it it is a really good time.
0: I I really really like it. That's quick too. I guess it's like ten hours. I guess from what we've read, and then there's an extra little bit of end game content that might cause you a couple extra hours of uh, gameplay. Mm-hmm. So. It's not super super long, but long enough to make it worth the purchase. It was you bought it, so it was like what twenty dollars, twenty five.
1: I I bought it so weeks ago. ago. Yeah, um, I think I think it was fifteen. Oh, that's it. Maybe wow. it was, I I don't know though. It might have been twenty. I doubt I would have just spent twenty dollars unless I had some uh Game Pass money. Some of the uh, the, the Microsoft rewards because I I did have a bunch of those uh free money dollars.
0: Yeah. It's worth it. It's definitely worth it. The other thing would be, so Steam put out their game deck. I believe that's what they call it. Probably called the Steam Deck. Steam Deck. That's what I meant to say. (laughs) Which is their portable... What do you mean they put it out? I thought you said it wasn't out yet. It's not out. Well, it's out for people who are like reviewers and stuff already have their hands on
1: it. They've already played it and stuff like that.
0: When does it release? Uh, I don't know. Off the top of my head.
1: It's just a portable computer, right? It's just... uh steam on a switch basically essentially it's a slightly updated switch um that slightly you can play it or
0: it's got some stuff it's got it's updated every every aspect of it is better than a switch but some stuff is a little bit some pl- stuff is way more it's like upgraded oh yeah
1: yeah
0: i mean but it can stream all your pc games and stuff like that which is pretty impressive in i believe 2k it's, resolution it streams i meant just plays it doesn't necessarily stream that's not what Steam does yet. Although Steam does do that for some things.
1: You're just confusing me over there.
0: <laughs> Quarter to 2022 is its release date now. And I guess if you want to put your pre-order a Steam Deck, it's a $5 deposit. Something's going on with the way they're doing it, like a queue system, which I guess is going to help people as they come and get these systems. I didn't really learn much about that. I know there are three versions. The cheapest one is 64 gigabytes. It's $3.99. And 256 for 529 and 649 for the 512 gigabyte version. Um, the more expensive versions have NVMe solid state drives. Um, well, the cheapest version is just a regular kind of multimedia SD card, kind of like a switch. So if you get the 529 or 649 mm-hmm. version, you're getting much faster load times and stuff like that. Kind of like when you have stuff installed right to your hard drive on a Series X or PlayStation Five. But it'll play all things on the Steam. It's got, like I said, I think it's got 2K video. I, I don't know how to feel about the Steam Deck. I mean, I think 650 bucks for the most expensive, it's a lot of money. Obviously, way less than a PC would cost you. But, I mean, I'm not someone who ever really needed this Switch as a portable device. And you no longer really commute to work. But if you were still commuting to work, what would you rather
1: have? It's a dumb question. I want the better thing you'd want to you'd I always want the, want the better thing. you'd want the steam deck of course i'd want the better thing
0: <laughs> why wouldn't i want the better thing, well, mike? The, thing <laughs> the thing about nintendo is it's not as powerful but it comes with the nintendo library of things like you're gonna get zelda games you're gonna get mario games steam deck you got everything on steam which uh, granted is a ton of stuff this is just minus the nintendo i was wondering if the nintendo name was enough for you to would prefer the
1: switch over the steam deck no i want the better thing mike <laughs> Um. No, and I still I'm not gonna get this just because I have a Switch. <laughs> <laughs> if If you want to buy it for me, I, I'd gladly take a Steam Deck, but uh, it's just not important to me. Between the Switch, I'm I'm sitting here staring at the 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 Backbone controller for my phone all the time. <laughs> You've got an Alienware PC you never even use. <laughs> now the the backbone looks cool for my phone it's just like a basically an xbox controller um that's which, pretty which cool would be great for like remote play and everything from the xbox right one day i'm going to spend the 99 dollars on it <laughs> anyway um now like the switch is more than enough for my needs if i didn't have a switch and i didn't have a steam deck and i had to pick which one i was going to purchase though like it seems like the obvious choice assuming the Steam Deck is at least as comfortable as the Switch in my hands, which I can't imagine it's less comfortable than the Switch in my hands (laughs) um, because the Switch is insanely uncomfortable to hold. I can't imagine I wouldn't go with the Steam Deck.
0: (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the price is going to be what anybody who doesn't
0: have a Switch that is interested in the Steam Deck, I think the price is what they're going to base everything off of. Obviously, the cheap version is cheaper, but most people want the nice big shiny version of everything so cheap version is cheaper than what cheaper than you know $300 cheaper than what you're going to get with the uh
1: oh sure <laughs> well it's it's computer hardware it's always just right we're not looking at like a console where like it's typically you know one to two skews with like minor change one to three skews with minor changes computers hardware goes all over the place you know right and the steam uh, deck is no different yes yeah, so of course there's going to be tiers there uh well what's
0: interesting is they came out with this right after the switch oled announcement or not too long after uh that was a disappointment wasn't it yeah it was <laughs> super disappointing everybody thought you're gonna get a switch pro with all this new stuff and you just got a slightly better screen which for when you're docked does absolutely nothing
1: yeah, it will does nothing for when you're docked and <laughs> like
0: it's got better base memory but I mean, as soon as I got the with the Switch, I ordered a better SD card when I got it, and I can't imagine too many people didn't do that.
1: Yeah, I you know I have an SD card in mine. Yeah. Um, you know, the the best thing about the upgrade is not even the OLED screen; it's the new kickstand is way better. But that's like, <laughs> that's a terrible reason to upgrade your Switch. <laughs> it's I don't I don't really get the lateral move because <clears throat> that's what it seemed like. Oh, it's it's very much <laughs> a lateral move, like it's it's not an upgrade in any way like there's no so it it goes to the situation where if if i didn't already have a switch and i had to pick do i want to spend 50 dollars more for the oled screen or get the base switch you know 300 versus 350 yeah i'm gonna go for the oled screen because i'm terrible with money (laughs) and you know what are you gonna do um but there's no there's no way they're gonna catch many people you know in the upgrade cycle here like no one's I doubt there are people with a switch who are you know like pumped to upgrade to the the switch OLED
0: yeah I I don't think so either I am I am very curious if oh uh, my god Mike if Russ Lyman fucking Nintendo fanboy over here no uh, I'm (laughs) curious if Russ Lyman uh, would get the OLED uh, switch (laughs) That's something I didn't figure out.
1: I didn't ask yet. I don't. I, I mean, at some point in his life, he will. Maybe.
0: <laughs> do you think they'll sw- still come out with the Switch Pro at this point then? Or do you think they'll just kind of come out with the next Switch at this, uh, right now? <laughs> so right now we're six knows? <laughs> six years into its cycle. Psych-
1: five or six years into its cycle. I, I think you'll still see another Switch skew. You know, we never saw a second skew of the 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 Wii U or of the uh the Wii for that matter well, I guess yeah Wii Motion Plus later on yeah so Nintendo Nintendo hasn't done that recently with its you know console permanent platforms but you see like the the DS line and stuff you know they're oh yeah they're portable always were, there must be you know a half dozen if not more than that you know upgrades just to the the th- Not to mention the DS line in general, but the 3DS line itself. Right. There's tons. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I have to imagine that, yeah, at some point you're going to see a a Switch Pro, you know, a a true Switch Pro, the Switch Pro that people are clamoring for. But I don't know when you're going to see it. Um, I, I have no idea. No idea when that would be but I still believe in it.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I don't
1: know. I mean, probably. I mean, it's done so
0: well that they have no reason to start working on a new system or work on releasing a new system just quite yet. And obviously being a little bit on the in-between between between PlayStation and Xbox has been working for them.
1: Yes. (laughs) So I
0: think that's just about it. I do know that. Obviously, um, the Hunter's Arena game I was talking about uh last episode that I thought was pretty impressive on the stony state of play. That comes out next week. It's uh for PlayStation Plus. Looks really good. It's like a Pv, the PvP, PvE anime game that I was surprised I thought looked good. I vaguely remember (laughs) you talking about it, Mike. I'm I'm a busy man. (laughs) So that comes out next week if people want to try that. And I know that there are videos out now. Uh we haven't watched them yet because as of recording, these kind of just came out of Halo's multiplayer, I guess, is going to be a beta soon, um, showcasing it and having people try it out. But right now they're kind of showing, doing developer logs, showing you like Slayer matches and stuff like that. Cool. So that's pretty cool. cool. And uh, I do think it's really interesting that Halo Infinite's multiplayer is going to be free to play. You don't need Halo Infinite to play it.
1: Yeah, that's still strange. I mean, I'm sure we've talked about it at some point, but it's very strange, (laughs) but it's a good move. I mean, it's going to get people excited. Hopefully it gets people to buy the games.
0: And other than that, I really don't have much. It's not been a very big, super important gaming thing.
1: Uh, thing. How dare you? As to why this is a very important gaming week or whatever word you were going to use to describe this gaming cycle. Pokemon Unite came out. I still and don't really know what Pokemon how- Unite is. <laughs> kicks ass Mike is what it is (laughs) uh yeah I've I've probably played maybe 20 to 30 matches of I've played quite a bit of it wow okay um it is a MOBA you know so it's like League of Legends or Dota gotcha or Smite or whatever you want to say but like a real like parsed down one it's it's much simpler much cleaner than any of those games um but you control Pokemon it's like come on (laughs) um So there's like 20 characters available to play as you know, you maybe you say you pick Charizard as your character and you start as a little Charmander and you know, it's a it's a MOBA. So you're trying to, you know, damage other people, the other team's towers to essentially just want to score points on the other team is essentially how it works. So in, in a lot of MOBAs, like you have things like where the towers that you're trying to attack to score points on are trying to like attack you back and you're waiting for like a line of npc characters to like come with you to like give you cover and stuff this game kind of like takes all that away um so really it's just you know five pokemon versus five pokemon trying to score sweet slam dunks (laughs) on the other team and basically just go around killing npcs that are on the map Or other players you collect like these power balls from them and then you have to bring them to the opposing team's goals which are scattered around the map slam dunk it there's a real cool slam dunk animation that comes (laughs) along with it and um and basically reduce the amount the team's points on each of those goals to zero to destroy it and move on to the next one um it's hard to break down exactly how a MOBA works and I don't think it's necessary necessary. Right. Like either you're really into MOBAs and you don't need me to explain it or you're not into MOBAs and it's all going to be completely weird, you know, and, and hard to follow, but it's a free to play game. It's a super accessible MOBA. Um, and I think it is well worth putting some time into just to explore it uh it's a good time you tell me i can be a pikachu and i'm there you can be a pikachu i'm there you could be a pikachu (laughs) you could be a pikachu in a little hoodie if you want oh that's adorable they got different skins and whatnot like it's free to play you there's some stuff you could purchase in it like you know just cosmetics for your characters and it's like what a lot of the mobas do where every day like there's a certain portion of the roster that's free to play that day but it rotates yeah uh or you can you know earn currency in the game or use real currency to expand your roster permanently. Um, and then you could buy, there's some other stuff you could buy as well. I, I guess there is some. Pay to hints, play. hints of pay to win mixed in there. I don't, I haven't played it in a serious enough capacity to where I care, but I guess like in the high ranks, people are a little upset about a couple things that I can't really go into. Cause I don't really understand them. Gotcha. Um, but just as someone who likes to play as a Pokemon, it's a good time. <laughs> um, you, you've got all all the greatest hits are there. You know, all the ones that you want to be there are there. The only one missing right now is Squirtle, but I'm pretty sure he's announced. He's just not in the game at launch. Um, but if you name a Pokemon, name one more Pokemon you love. Bulbasaur. Of course he's there.
0: Yeah. Start as Bulbasaur,
1: evolve to Ivasaur, end as Venusaur. All in one match. You know, you see every match you started, we would start at the Bulbasaur and, you know, eventually evolve into the Venusaur and nice. learn new moves as you level up and stuff. It's just, it's just a lot of fun. Bulba was always my, uh, was my guy in, in red. Bulbasaur is my, my starter too, bud.
0: Nice, nice.
1: <laughs> um, speaking of which, I got to show you something awesome <laughs> after this podcast gotcha. is over that involves Bulbasaur. Um... <laughs> Uh, But no, it's it's a really good time, and I would suggest anyone who has a Switch try it out because it's free. Um, You know, it's a MOBA, so it might be a little slow for you because MOBAs are generally a slow game. But uh, even again, because of how accessible it is, ten minute matches very quick. The longest match is going to go is ten minutes. There's no overtime or anything. Um, And it's just it's just a really good time. It's it's fun to see the Pokemon license being. Given to people to like do cool shit with it, you know? Right. Cause for so long, Game Freak has been like the really the like I know there's like an occasional spinoff, but really it's been Game Freak doing mainline Pokemon. Um and it's it was just it's just really cool to see the franchise expanded out in a really cool way. Uh a way that to me, just like you you might remember when it was announced, like. I was like, "Holy shit, that makes perfect sense." <laughs> and it, it seemed like a lot of people were like not hot on the idea of it to start. The trailer was cool, but I didn't quite understand what the game was. But yeah, but I like I was just like, "Oh, this yes, of course, this." <laughs> and now that I'm playing it, I'm just like, "Yes, of course, this. It's exactly what I thought. It's perfect." Um yeah, it's it's, it's fantastic. So, play it. Awesome. Maybe I should give that a try while I'm editing tonight. Yeah, you d- you definitely should. Like I said, ten minute matches. Yeah, so it's it's sounds not like fun. the perfect thing to do and for that. Once you rank up a little bit, you get to like level eight. You unlock um, competitive play and quick matches. Quick matches only five minutes. What? At that point, it's like, what am I even doing here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't done too many of the quick matches. I feel I do feel like they're too quick, too quick. It just doesn't make sense to me to do a quick match. <laughs> <laughs> but great game. Awesome. I'll have to get that a try uh
0: yeah so i guess next week we'll talk a little bit about the ascent because i imagine we're both going to play that
1: yeah i Mm. i am definitely going to be able to get some time and you said next week
0: well next episode
1: yeah next time okay because i can't do the podcast next week you son of a bitch (laughs) uh
0: i do want to try to play some microsoft flight simulator but at 102 gigabytes it's just that's a hard drive man i can't i can't start deleting all those games and then re-downloading them and moving them around I'm too lazy for that.
1: <laughs> Does Microsoft have like an official flight stick or anything that you can get? There is
0: a flight stick that works for both Xbox one and uh series X. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm not going to get it. I was no, just no. curious. I have Thrustmaster joysticks,
0: but I don't know if they work on Xbox or not.
1: I can't imagine playing a, um, simulator a as, as simi as flight simulator and not using, you know, a, a, joystick, a joystick, you know, a, an artificial cockpit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had it on my computer for a little while, but my computer couldn't handle it. uh But I was using the mouse and keyboard, and it did feel really dumb. No, that's just strange. This <laughs> was so before I got my joystick. Oh, you have a joystick. I do have a joystick. I have the joystick for uh Star Citizen, but when that was weeks before, uh, yeah, of course you did <laughs> that. <laughs> but yeah, it feels weird to do the mouse and keyboard. Yeah, and weird Star Citizen updates? No, there's a new whole gas giant planet that's supposed to be super impressive, but it's not out for. They're putting it out in seg- segments because it's a huge, <clears throat> like, graphical kind of thing. So it's within the whole universe, and it's literally all gas, and it's a whole giant planet I like and a huge graphical. city. Is graphical a word? Uh, I, sure, it is now. It, it, <laughs> yeah, I think it is. But. It, it sounds like it is, Like, <laughs> but it sounds so fun. Because <laughs> I guess it's the stress in the service, and they're trying to combine servers. So you're, not, you're more than, I think, the 50 limit cap right now that they're trying to make it like 150, 200, make it that one cohesive world. So it's, they're putting it out in segments and I don't have the update yet. That is a graphical powerhouse. (laughs) The Gastron, it does look really cool though. This look really neat to fly through it from what I saw in the videos. But yeah, I haven't really played much of that yet. Cool. All All right. right. Uh, Get the fuck out. All right. Well, no, you have to show me your Bulbasaur thing and then I'll get the fuck out. (laughs) But until then, I'm Mike. That's Dave. Stay safe. Keep on game.